In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. Welcome to evening celebration of Mass on this Holy Thursday. And of course, by tradition, this is the day in which we commemorate the institution of the Eucharist. And of course, we also uh, remember in this day uh, the invitation that Christ gives to share in his uh, priestly ministry to those that he calls the Apostles. Today, at the beginning of Mass, we hear that beautiful hymn that reminds us of our communion with Christ. And of course, it reminds us of the mystery of the Eucharist itself, which is a, a mystery of grace in which we are united with Christ and through Christ with one another. To prepare ourselves to celebrate these sacred mysteries, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory, Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Only Begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father. You take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you are the Holy One, you are the Lord, you are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who have called us to participate in this most sacred supper, in which your only begotten Son, when about to hand himself over to death, entrusted to the Church a sacrifice new for all eternity, the banquet of his love. Grant, we pray, that we may draw from so great a mystery the fullness of charity and of life. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. A reading from the book of Exodus. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, This month is to be the first of all others for you, the first month of your year. 
speak to the whole community of Israel and say, On the tenth day of this month, each man must take an animal from the flock, one for each family, one animal for each household. If the household is too small to eat the animal, a man must join with his neighbour, the nearest to his house, as the number of persons requires. You must take into account what each can eat in deciding the number for the animal. And it must be an animal without blemish, a male one year old. You may take it from either sheep or goats. You must keep it till the 14th day of the month, when the whole assembly of the community of Israel shall slaughter it between the two evenings. Some of the blood must then be taken and put on two doorposts and the lintel of the houses where it is eaten. That night, the flesh is to be eaten, roasted over the fire. It must be eaten with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. You shall eat it like this, with a girdle round your waist, sandals on your feet, a staff in your hand. And you shall eat it hastily. It is a Passover in honour of the Lord. That night I will go through the land of Egypt and strike down all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, man and beast alike, and I shall deal out punishment to all the gods of Egypt. I am the Lord. The blood shall serve to mark the houses that you live in, and when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and you shall escape the destroying plague when I strike the land of Egypt. This day is to be a day of remembrance for you, and you must celebrate it as a feast in the Lord's honour. For all generations you are to declare it as a day of festival forever. The Word of the Lord The blessing cup that we bless is a communion with the blood of Christ. How can I repay the Lord for his goodness to me? The cup of salvation I will raise, I will call on the Lord's name. O precious is the, in the eyes of the Lord is the death of his faithful. Your servant, Lord, your servant am I. You have loosened my bonds. A thanksgiving sacrifice I make, I will call on the Lord's name. My vows to the Lord I will fulfil before all his people. A reading from the first letter of St Paul to the Corinthians. This is what I received from the Lord, and in turn passed on to you, that on the same night that he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took some bread, and thanked God for it, and broke it, and he said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this as a memorial of me. In the same way he took the cup after supper, and said, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Whenever you drink it, 
Do this as a memorial of me. Until the Lord comes, therefore, every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you're proclaiming his death. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. And it was before the festival of the Passover and Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to pass from this world to the Father. He had always loved those who were his own in the world but now he showed how perfect his love was. They were at supper and the devil had already put it into the mind of Judas Iscariot, son of Simon, to betray him. Jesus knew that the Father had put everything into his hands and that he had come from God and was returning to God. And he got up from the table, removed his outer garment and taking a towel, wrapped it round his waist. He then poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and wipe them with the towel he was wearing. He came to Simon Peter who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered, At the moment you do not know what I am doing, but later you will understand. Never, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus replied, If I do not wash you, you can have nothing in common with me. Then Lord, said Simon Peter, Not only my feet, but my hands and my head as well. And Jesus said to him, No one has taken a bath needs washing. He's clean all over. You too are clean, though not all of you are. He knew who was going to betray him. That was why he said, Though not all of you are. When he had washed their feet and put on his clothes again, he went back to the table. Do you understand, he said, what I have done. You call me Master and Lord, and rightly so I am. If I then, the Lord and Master, have washed your feet, you should wash each other's feet. I have given you an example so that you may copy what I have done to you. The Gospel of the Lord. We know that in the earliest of times that the breaking of the bread, the Eucharist, took place in the homes of the first Christians. Later on, those temples dedicated to the gods were places that the Christians themselves simply moved into and they became places in which the liturgy itself was celebrated. In times afterwards, great churches appeared cathedrals and monasteries in which high liturgies took place. In penal times, when the church itself was outlawed in many countries, mass would be celebrated on rocks and in wild terrain, secretly 
the Christians would gather for fear that they would be arrested. And it would also be celebrated in different times in houses, quietly, in times of persecution. Today again, the Eucharist, the Mass itself, finds a new place to be celebrated in times of trouble. It can be streamed live or recorded and come into your very homes where you and your family gather. In fact, we are not too dissimilar to those Christians down through the ages who found places to celebrate the Eucharist. Sometimes it was in simple homes. Sometimes it was in buildings which were once temples. Sometimes in mighty structures which took centuries to build. And in times of trouble, it was simply on rocks and wild places, in quiet rooms and in houses. The Eucharist itself is to be celebrated to the end of time. Whether churches are closed in times of war, in times of persecution, in times of pestilence and plague, in times of famine, it is all done in memory of him crucified and risen Lord, for nothing and not anything can separate us from the love of God. Today, the Eucharist is celebrated here and it comes from this simple room to your own homes. Jesus commands us at the Last Supper to take the bread and the cup filled with wine and to do this in memory of him. For all time, it will be truly his body and blood, truly the mystery of his crucified body and his life-giving presence amongst us. This mystery is present to you today in your homes and even to those who are not with us in this form. For when it is celebrated, it is celebrated for the whole world and it is a sign to us by the Lord, of his living and saving presence amongst us. How many times have we come to Mass troubled or afraid, uncertain and confused, worried, aimless and adrift? How many times have we wept at Mass? How many times have we come burdened? But how many times also have we left Mass consoled, strengthened and stronger? In the Mass, what takes place is a mystery of grace, the grace of God with us, and it comes upon us like a swirling wind that sweeps around us and enters into our heart. It's like a warm sun that beats down upon us and it's like the divine energy that comes in us. It's a mystery of grace, it's a communion, and it is a holy communion. Today we celebrate this Holy Thursday, and it's a day that marks the institution of the Holy Eucharist and the calling of the Apostles to share in the priesthood, a ministry of service, as is recalled in that simple act of Christ 
washing the feet of his disciples. The priest's life is closely associated with the Eucharist and is closely related to this ministry of service. That ministry of service is never a ministry of privilege, a badge of honour, a seat higher up. It is always a ministry of service. It is always a call to wash the feet of others and to put yourself at the service of others. I don't I know very much that these days are difficult for you, days in which you are not able to receive Holy Communion, which means so much to you. How painful a thing that is, that you are not able to receive Holy Communion and not able to come to church. This is for all a cross to bear. You will know that in many ages there have been great periods of pestilence and plague. This is the time that we are now living in. We are living in a great moment of human history. And never have so many countries closed down their borders and people retreated into their homes. It is a time of great uncertainty and fear, as every time of plague and contagion has been. But this is also a time of great grace too, of great fortitude, where doctors and nurses and carers put themselves on the front line. This is a time in which great acts of self-sacrifice abound. This is a time in which the grace of God is with us in a special way and shines out in the work of so many. This is the time in which the great sign that Jesus gives of washing the feet of his disciples is among us in the way that people serve and dedicate themselves to one another. Doctors and nurses and carers in hospital and in the community. Families and neighbours who like look out for each other. People who keep us safe and walk, walk the extra mile. The grace of God among us. To be at the Eucharist is to believe something very profound. It is to believe in a world united, to believe in one family, to believe in the importance of care and love for each other. Here in this place we believe in this kind of communion. This year, I will, God willing, celebrate the 35th anniversary of my own ordination to the priesthood. Twenty of those years have been spent among you as your priest. It has been the greatest privilege of my own life to be your priest, to baptise your children, to teach your young, to give reconciliation and first communion to the young and to see that they are confirmed in faith. It has been my privilege to marry young couples and also to look after the sick and the dying. It has been the greatest privilege to be part of your lives and a part of the lives of your families. It has been a great privilege to be your priest and especially to be with you in these times. 
You may have heard me say this before, but I've come to realise that my own priestly life is bound inextricably with the mystery of the cross. I've come to realise that it is in my own life very deeply. And I'm sure that maybe you've come to realise that in your own life too. The cross is part of your life. I cannot consider my own life or my own priestly life without the mystery of the cross. But somehow, in the sorrows and disappointments, in the personal tragedies and failures, all these things are bound up in the cross. But also bound up with it is triumph and victory. There is always victory. There is always light. There is always hope. And there is always life through the mystery of the cross. Today, tonight, once again you are invited to the Eucharist. And of course it takes us all back to the upper room in which our Lord sat down to eat the Passover. And for all times he decreed in the upper room that this should be done in memory of him. For all time his presence would be among us through the Eucharist. We are all of us invited to be here. We are invited to know the grace of God in our homes and in our lives. And he bids us not to be afraid. We are to believe in the love of God, which nothing can separate us from. Nothing can ever separate us from. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father, through him all things were made. For as men for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. On this Holy Thursday, we commemorate the institution of the Holy Eucharist and the calling of the Apostles to share in the Lord's priestly ministry. We ask God to listen to our prayers. 
in this time of pandemic. We pray that lives will be saved and the sick will recover. Lord, hear us. We pray for those who are looking after us, doctors and nurses and pharmacists and those who work in shops and in the service industries, that the Lord will protect them and give them strength in their work and their service of others. Lord, hear us. For a greater love of the Holy Eucharist, the sign given to us of God's love for us, and may we live that love in the service of others. Lord, hear us. And for those who serve in priestly ministry, that God will give them the ability to model themselves on the Son of God who washed the feet of his disciples and help them to seek their to see their work through right to the end. Lord, hear us. For all our young people, that they may be safe and well in this time of uncertainty. Lord, hear us. And for all people who are isolated in their homes and who have little or no contact with other people, that we may always be attentive and caring to those who are our neighbours. Lord, hear us. For Pope Francis, that God may continue to bless his gracious and good ministry among us, and that he may continue to strengthen his brothers and sisters as he has been commanded to do. Lord, hear us. And for all who have died, and those in family, those in our own families and in our local community, who are not forgotten by us. Lord, hear us. Heavenly Father, we ask you to listen to our prayers, which we make with ever-growing confidence, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Pray now, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Grant us, O Lord, we pray, that we may participate worthily in these mysteries. For whenever the memorial of this sacrifice is celebrated, the work of our redemption is accomplished. <coughs> 
We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For he is the true and eternal priest who instituted the pattern of an everlasting sacrifice and was the first to offer himself as the saving victim, commanding us to make this offering as his memorial. As we eat his flesh that was sacrificed for us, we are made strong. And as we drink his blood that was poured out for us, we are washed clean. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with the hosts and the powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. To you, therefore, most merciful Father, we make humble prayer and petition through Christ your Son, our Lord, that you accept and bless these gifts, these offerings, these holy and unblemished sacrifices, which we offer you firstly for your holy Catholic Church. Be pleased to grant her peace, to guard, unite and govern her throughout the whole world, together with your servant, Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all those who, holding to the truth, hand on the Catholic and Apostolic faith. Remember, Lord, your servants, and all gathered here, whose faith and devotion are known to you. For them we offer you this sacrifice of praise, or they offer it for themselves and all who are dear to them for the redemption of their souls, in hope of health and well-being, and paying their homage to you, the eternal God, living and true. Celebrating the most sacred day on which our Lord Jesus Christ was handed over for our sake, and in communion with those whose memory we venerate, especially the glorious ever-Virgin Mary, Mother of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ, and Blessed Joseph, her spouse, your blessed apostles and martyrs, Peter and Paul, Andrew and all the saints. We ask that through their merits and prayers, in all things we may be defended by your protecting help. Therefore, Lord, we pray, graciously accept this oblation of your service, that of your whole family, which we make to you as we observe that day on which our Lord Jesus Christ handed on the mysteries of his body and blood 
for his disciples to celebrate. Order our days in your peace and command that we be delivered from eternal damnation and counted among the flock of those you have chosen. Be pleased, O God, we, we, we pray, to bless, acknowledge and approve these offerings in every respect. Make it spiritual and acceptable so that it may become for, those, for, for us the body and blood of your most beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer, for our salvation and the salvation of all, that is today, he took bread in his holy and venerable hands, and with eyes raised to heaven, to you, O God, his Almighty Father, giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the precious chalice in his holy and venerable hands, and once more giving thanks, he said the blessing and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the Blessed Passion, the resurrection from the dead, and the glorious ascension into heaven, of Christ your Son, our Lord, we, your servants and your holy people, offer to you, you your glorious majesty from the gifts that you have given us, this pure victim, this holy victim, this spotless victim, the holy bread of eternal life, and the chalice of everlasting salvation. Be pleased to look upon these offerings with a serene and kindly countenance and to accept them as once you were pleased to accept the gifts of your servant Abel the Just, the sacrifice of Abraham, our father in faith, and the offering of your high priest Melchizedek, a holy sacrifice, a spotless victim. In humble prayer we ask you, Almighty God, command that these gifts be borne by the hands of your holy angel, to your altar and high, in the sight of your divine majesty, so that all of those who through the participation at the altar receive the most holy body and blood of your Son may be filled with every grace and every heavenly blessing. Remember also, Lord, your servants who have gone before us with the sign of faith and rest in the sleep of peace. Grant them, O Lord, we pray, 
and all who sleep in Christ a place of refreshment, light and peace. To us also, your servants, who though sinners, hope in your abundant mercies. Graciously grant some share in the fellowship with your apostles and martyrs, with John the Baptist, Stephen, Matthias, Barnabas and all the saints. Admit us, we beseech you, into their company, not weighing our merits, but granting us your pardon. Through whom you continue to make all these good things, O Lord. You sanctify them, fill them with life, bless them, and bestow them upon us. Through him, and with him, and in him. O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is, is yours for ever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed.
Let us pray. Grant, Almighty God, that just as we are renewed by the supper of your Son in this present age, so we may enjoy his banquet for all eternity, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Amen. Thank you.